welcome to Lead the Pack podcast, brought to you by Pacific University, Oregon. I'm Maddie, one of your admissions counselors. And I'm Liana, your tour and visit coordinator. And And we're we're your hosts. hosts! This podcast covers all things college, from admissions tips to campus traditions, and everything in between to help you on your road to success. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Lead the Pack. I'm Liana, and this is episode four and the first in our series of Boxer Briefs. This episode is titled, It's a Bird, It's a Plane, No, It's Boxer. I have here with me Jeff Crendon, or Uncle Jeff, as many people know him, and we're going to talk all about our mascot, the Boxer. Um, Jeff has done countless things on campus and held so many positions, um, so I'll let him introduce himself first. Uh, thanks, Liana. <laughs> well, I'm... my. Um... I'm from Waianae, Hawaii, and uh, grew up there, uh, graduated from Waianae High School, where you don't see many people that look like me coming from there, so uh, a lot of people always uh, kind of surprised when they see me and find out where I'm from. And I'm called Uncle Jeff because um, I'm from the islands, and I was the counselor for all of the students from Hawaii and recruited Hawaii for about 40 years, and that's part of our culture, so when you don't know someone or they're not related to you, but you like and or respect them, we say auntie or uncles. And it might not even part of your family, but, but that's how we do it. So that's part of our culture there in the islands. Uh, let's see, jobs I've had. <laughs> so I've many. been a football coach, assistant football coach, assistant baseball coach, uh, assistant soccer coach, uh, assistant athletic director, um, chair of the PT and OT admissions committees, um, Hawaiian club advisor, um, I'm the honorary Hawaiian Club advisor right now and the athletic liaison for the university, which means I work with all of my colleagues and all of our coaches in athletic recruiting because I've been doing it for a little while. So uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. Awesome. And what um, areas do you counsel for for admissions? Oh, yeah, what thank you so much. You so yeah. <laughs> I work with students in Washington County, Yamhill County, Columbia County, Clackamas County, the Central Valley of California, so really <laughs> fun territory. places to yeah, Fresno, <laughs> Modesto, etc., um, and the state of Arizona, which uh, which I really enjoyed doing that. So um, that's where I recruit now. Awesome, thank you so much. So shout out to my hometown, Visalia. If anyone is interested, you'll have an amazing admissions counselor um, who can help you with that. So thank you so much for the introduction. Um, I'm gonna give a little context for this episode. So if you're listening, bear with me. It's kind of a lot of history all up front, but we'll get that out of the way and then um, get to talk about some more fun stuff. So Pacific University's original mascot was the Badger. His name was Benny Badger. And then later they also introduced Betty Badger. Um, And it stayed that way for many, many years, actually up until 1968. Uh, But in the late 1800s, and just a reminder, Pacific was founded in 1849, so not too long after, about 50 years after they opened. Um, in the late 1800s, there was a missionary named Reverend J.E. Walker, who, upon returning from a chip, trip to China, he brought back a small statue of a Chilin, which is a mythical Chinese creature. Um, it looks similar to a dragon in some way. Sometimes people think our mascot is a dragon, but it's not. Um, but this creature also has features of a unicorn, the horn, Um, as well as a deer or an ox, which you can see with the hooves, and a lion, which you can see in the tail. 
Um, Chilans are known to bestow wisdom, prosperity, guardianship on those they watch over. So it's a really wonderful um, mascot and kind of history behind it. So this little statue was gifted to Pacific by the Reverend's mother in 1896. He was named Boxer, and um, he kind of became just an honorary mascot very early on. So students began stealing and hiding this little Boxer statue from each other, and this started as far back as 1899, so not long after it was in our possession. Um, they would announce that this statue would appear in what was called a Boxer Flash. They would stage some kind of elaborate display, um, which we'll talk more about in just a minute. It has lots of fun stories about those. And then everyone would fight for its possession and just kind of like pile on to try and get to the statue. Um, this tradition became known as the Boxer Toss, and it continued into the late 1960s until the statue went missing in the late 60s or early 70s. It's not exactly clear. Um, pieces of the statue had fallen off prior to this, including the tail, an ear, and a hoof, which can actually all be found on display now in the Tran Library. Um, and it was around this time as well that Boxer became our official mascot in that year of 1968. So the badger was retired um, through an entire funeral ceremony um, that was held for him on campus. And there's actually a video of that. We'll include the link in the description so you can watch it. It's, uh, it's really interesting. Um, but our story doesn't end there. And this is actually where Jeff's story is just going to get started. Um, a replica statue was unveiled in the 1980s and the tradition resumed. So there was still a lot going on. Um, that was a lot of facts, but now you get to hear about the exciting stuff and what Uncle Jeff witnessed here as a student. So um, yeah, I've heard some stories about helicopters and lots of different things. So can you enlighten us about um, some of the traditions you were a part of when it came to boxer? And were you involved in any of these infamous uh, boxer tosses? Yeah, thanks, Liana. So when I was a student at Pacific, we heard a lot about boxer and the boxer tosses, but we never actually got to see it. We never actually got to see the footage that, that you're going to share with them. We've never knew about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. We just heard a lot of stories. Right. Um, so in 1983, uh, 82, the students uh, raised money, I believe it was $1,000, to have Boxer 2 cast. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I had just actually started in admissions. I was a football coach here and just started admissions helping. And um, I was leaving the north side of Marsh Hall to go to the university center, I can't remember, maybe coffee, something. <laughs> and I went outside and two alumni were standing on the stairs of Marsh looking up. There used to be a big tree by the by Scott Hall. And looking up, and I was like, I knew them. And I said, hey, Gail, how's it going? And they never answered me. They just kept looking at the tree. <laughs> that's and finally, Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. But then I finally looked up in the tree and there was Boxer chained to a big branch of the tree. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was dressed for work. I've got a picture of that somewhere. Um, I was dressed for work, and so I'm thinking to myself, what do I do? I've got to get Boxer. We've got to get Boxer. So I actually went back into Marsh Hall, into, I believe it was H. Joe Story's business class, <laughs> interrupted the class, and asked Bruce and Brian Flexus to come out. And then I sent them down to maintenance, which was down in, actually, in the basement of Clark Hall, oh, to uh -huh. get some bolt cutters. <laughs> and I said, hurry up and come back. So Bruce shinnied up the tree <laughs> um, and cut Boxer down. Uh -huh. And so we actually had the Boxer 2 in our possessions. I've got some pictures somewhere. I'd have to find them. So uh, Bruce and I holding the Boxer. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, he took it home. He and his brother, they're twins. 
Um, they're actually teachers. They do teach uh, film classes here. Um, they took it home with mom and mom was Alice Hoskins, a long time, amazing boxer. Um, and so they had it in their house for a little while. It sat next to my desk <laughs> in Marsh Hall. Nobody knew it was there. And um, so KGW, uh, I think Bruce or Brian contacted KGW. Mm-hmm. And they came out and talked to us and interviewed us. And uh, so we decided we're going we're gonna to have the very first boxer toss again. <laughs> and so we kind of concocted our own little thing. Uh, where Scott Hall, where Trombley Square is, was a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And before it became Trombley Square. So our thought was, okay, we'll put it in the trunk of my car. We'll drive down the fire lane between Scott Hall and Walter Hall, and we'll leave the trunk open. Mm-hmm. And as we were watching the video right. that you were showing me, this is exactly what Bruce and Brian and I did. <laughs> we had the, the trunk open, and it was just kind of bouncing. And we had put notices out all over campus that Boxer uh-huh. was coming. Uh-huh. Keep an eye out for Boxer. Right. And, and keep in mind that this everyone knew what this was, too. It wasn't just like a, what? What do they mean Boxer's coming? Everyone knew exactly what this meant. And in that video, you'll see how uh, dramatic it got and like just how intense it could be. So Yeah. Um, so we, yeah. we had planned that out. And as we were driving down, before I could turn into the parking lot because the trunk was bouncing, there were hundreds of students waiting. <laughs> And there used to be some big hedges that went down the fire lane and along by Walter Hall. Uh, and Boxer was out. Uh, we parked the car in, in the... But KGW was there filming, and I don't know what happened to the video, but the toss was on. And it lasted for a couple hours. And finally, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, the wrestlers got possession of it and, and sped off with it. Um, so that was really exciting for us, and we'd, we were like... Proud that we kind of helped the tradition come back a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Um, and then later on, uh, during the football season, um, Calvin Matatino, who's one of my students from Hawaii, is the captain <laughs> of the wrestling team. They rented a helicopter <laughs> and at homecoming came down in the helicopter at the end of the game and kind of hovered over the field. It was an old bubble-type helicopter, and he had Boxer. He was holding Boxer outside of the of the thing it was kind of heavy right it's a, it's a heavy thing it was Seems about 60 a bit dangerous pounds. yeah a little bit dangerous uh but to show everybody they had it and that the wrestlers had it and then he took off and <laughs> they flew away and students were all like trying to chase it and everything it's been frozen in 300 pound blocks of ice it's been hidden in a big giant cake of old college <laughs> hall um it was dropped by hot air balloon after a homecoming game on oh, McCready man. field so that was dropped down the rope went down, and there were, like, students who was on, and they ripped it off the rope, and uh, it just it, it continued. So um, they, the, the wrestlers, or somebody had, they'd gotten Boxer uh, somehow from the wrestlers, and then they discovered they were hiding up in the UC in the, um, there's a mezzanine above the UC oh. between the roof and stuff, hmm. and... Um, they were hiding in there, and the wrestlers discovered it. <laughs> so they kind of they made them toss it down. Uh-huh. But what they also did is they gave them a fake. So they would toss the fake and give them the real one. <laughs> oh man! Um, and so it it continued on, um, and so in the early nineties there was um, I think the one ninety two ninety one ninety two there was another toss, and um, uh, one of our students. 
they were they grabbed another student around the waist, a you know, wrestler, and they kind of suplexed him, and he injured his neck. And then the university decided, like, okay, that's it. These are too dangerous, Never. right? Um, but so the the tosses really kind of ended at that time. But it doesn't mean that people chasing after it didn't stop. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, those are a few. Those are the things that I was involved directly in. Um, we also, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. Mm-hmm. My colleagues and I decided we were going to become boxer alum. Mm-hmm. And so one of them created a fictitious boxer alum email. And uh, we wanted to get spirit, develop some spirit back on campus. And I knew the person who had it. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, can I have it, please? Mm-hmm. And they gave it to me. Mm-hmm. And you can barely see on the road. I don't think you can see it much anymore. But the students had a thought that we might have it, and they painted on the on the road in front of Night Hall. We want boxer oh. <laughs> in big letters. And so what we did is we had a competition. Who uh-huh. who was the most spirited at these soccer games because we didn't have football anymore. Right. And uh, we put this competition on, and we decided that the Naked Soccer Fan Club that was what they were called <laughs> that called themselves had the most spirit. And <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. I, I those they were really fun. I didn't know that actually. I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, that was the club name. That was their club. That's so um, funny. <laughs> they weren't naked at soccer games, but but it was kind of a fun thing. They would bring out a chair uh-huh. on McCready Field on the old soccer field, which became Tom Reynolds Field. And so if you if a, one of our players scored a goal, they would run and sit in this big chair, <laughs> right? And, and it was kind of like you scored the goal. Um, so we decided that they won. And I took Boxer into the National College Fair, uh-huh. and Boxer alum sent an email to the to the president of the Naked Soccer Fan Club, Zefferson Sierney, and said, "You'll find Boxer at the National College Fair." <laughs> so at our table, I put Boxer on our table, and I was sitting there waiting for them, mm-hmm. and they showed up, <laughs> and they were. Everybody used to call me Coach then, not 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 Uncle Jeff, and. They were like, Coach, where did Boxer come from? I said, I don't know. It was here when I got here. <laughs> and they took it. So that was my last real number one experience with Boxer. I love that. Well, that kind of brings us to where we are now. Um, but I learned so much. So thank you for sharing. And yeah, what what fun traditions and fu- what fun history that we have on campus. Yeah, thank um, you. So is Boxer still with us today? Yes and no. Um like Uncle said, the the boxer toss is no longer happening for um, quite obvious reasons. And again, you'll see in the video how um, intense it could get. So no longer a thing on campus. And unfortunately, that statue, that second one that um, Jeff was just talking about is also missing. We've not seen it. But in 2006, a local artist built actually a 12 foot tall sculpture of boxer that is bolted into the uh, the concrete, so it cannot be stolen. Um, so that's on our campus. It's it's really interesting. It's all out of recycled metal, so it's really cool. And then at homecoming in 2018, when I was a student, my sophomore year, they unveiled a new exact replica of that original statue. So we're currently on Boxer 3, and we do have that new version, but the other two are lost time, unfortunately. Um, and somebody did try to bring back this boxer toss tradition. I remember this happening. I don't know if you remember in 2018. Um, they had this new statue in the library and somebody kind of went in and just like wrapped it up and walked out with it. 
Um, and so everyone on campus got alerts that were like, Boxer's missing. Um, no legal action will be taken if he's returned by this time. Um, and also because of security footage, they actually saw exactly who did it and were <laughs> able to contact them. Um, so he was brought back pretty quickly. Um, with that that statue, it's no longer happening. He's in hiding. Usually he comes out for events, but they keep him under lock and key for the most part. I do know some uh, teams and clubs on campus have a smaller, different boxer statue they hide, but it's a little bit more low-key than than what used to happen. Um, so even though it's no longer happening, it's wonderful to have a mascot with such rich history and really like a super lasting effect on campus and one that's so unique too. So um, thank you so much for sharing everything today and for all the fun stories and for just being here with us. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we conclude our episode? No, thank you, Lana. It's been an honor. I actually ran into uh, President Coyle the other day and they actually had Boxer... Boxer 3 mm-hmm. at Sign, Shake, and Ring for the graduation. Yes. I got a picture with it, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. But it was very exciting. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you. And um, that's all we have. But remember to follow us on Instagram at PackUAdmissions. Uh, for any questions, you can always give us a call at 503-352-2218 or email us at admissions at pacificu.edu. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again so much for everything you shared with us. This is Lead the Pack, and we can't wait for you to be a boxer. Bye.